Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Thursday, October the 5th. And welcome to our commentary. First of all, congratulations to the Rangers, to the Twins, to the D-backs, and the Phillies. All four of them are moving on to the next round of the baseball playoffs. And there, there's going to be some great games this weekend. In fact, you know, we were looking at, uh, at the sports calendar on television this Saturday. It's like, you know, it, it's going to be one thing after another all day long. So, you know, I think the bars are going to have a great day, you know, from lunch all the way up to uh, to a late dinner because there's something going on, whether it's college football or, of course, uh, the baseball playoffs. And then on Sunday, the same thing, pretty close to the same thing. There's going to be a lot of NFL football and a lot of Major League Baseball. So a good weekend, a good weekend for sports fans who like to keep up with their with their favorite uh, sport. Well, the big story today, I mean, this is, uh, I think, a, a pretty big one. The president, President Biden, or the administration, has pretty much admitted that we got to build a wall. President Biden just uh, uh, said something recently here in the last hour or so that the wall is not going to stop the migrants, but uh, we need one. And this is, of course, causing all kinds of reaction among people. I'm sure all of you remember when you were called a racist if you supported uh, the wall. All of you remember when this administration kept saying over and over and over and over again that we didn't need one, they didn't work. What's happening uh, is just that uh, demagoguery is crashing with reality. The big problem that the Biden administration has right now with immigration and the border is that there are lots and lots of unhappy Democrats. The mayor of New York City is on his way to Mexico City, and I guess he's going to go to other countries too, telling people, don't come to New York. Don't come to New York. If you come to the United States, don't come to, don't come to New York. The mayor of Chicago has a huge problem. He's got protests. People saying, no, don't put these migrants in my school or my neighborhood or whatever it is. And these protests are coming not from, you know, the people who live in the suburbs, but the people who live in the in the city itself where are facing these challenges. So it's a mess. It's a mess. Reality has, uh, well, or demagoguery has met reality. And this is what you're seeing. Now, it's got to be pretty bad. It's got to be pretty bad if the Biden administration is willing to say, we got to build a wall. I mean, they're going to try to play with this. They're, they're going to try to play, you know, all kinds of semantics with it and, and say, well, we don't mean a wall like Trump. You know, they're going to try to somehow come up with some differences between this and and what Tr President Trump was recommending. But the bottom line is that they understand right now that the problem is out of control. And no one understands it better than the mayors of New York City, Chicago, L.A., and many of these other areas completely uh, bombarded by out of control, out of control immigration. So it's good to see it. It's good to see it. I, I just cannot wait. I've got a post about this uh, coming out Friday morning. I am really waiting to hear people start calling President Biden a racist because of the fact that he wants to build a wall. You know, it's it's going to be interesting, but uh, I think he has pretty much thrown in the towel, realizing that what he's doing right now is not working. It is not working. It is a total, complete mess what they are doing right now. And it, it is interesting, interesting, because none of this had to happen. None of this had to happen. They inherited two situations from President Trump 
doing quite well. One was an energy policy that was actually working well for the United States. And the other one was the border policy where President uh, Trump had this remain in Mexico agreement where at least people knew that they had to remain in Mexico while their case was being processed. The Biden administration did away with those things. They were listening to the climate change activists on energy and they were listening to the immigration activists on the border and they created this mess. They created this mess. Just think if the Biden administration had kept the Trump policies in place with respect to energy and the Trump policy in place with respect politically, they'd be doing a lot better right now. President Biden right now would be politically much stronger than he is. So this situation on the border is a major crisis for this administration. When, when they have to go out, you know, we got to build a wall. And on top of that, they have to wave. And this is where it's going to really make the activists crazy. He had to wave all kinds of environmental rules or conditions or whatever to support building the wall. So, I mean, he is reversing himself 100% on all of this. And uh, we'll see how the, the left reacts. Um, I don't know. Will they react uh, strongly or will they realize that uh, the situation is so dire that you have to take action like this? I don't know how they're going to react. But this is a an about face, to uh, to say the least. Speaking of President Biden, I have a post over at the American Thinker today, Thursday morning, talking about Ukraine. And as I say in the post, I support helping Ukraine. I think Ukraine is uh, is a battle that we must win. Meaning the the West has to stop uh, Russia in Ukraine. But the problem is that the American people are getting frustrated with Ukraine because. They're not getting an explanation from their president, uh, President Biden, as to why we should be in Ukraine and as to why we should be spending all these billions of dollars. The Congress is passing these expenditures. The president is signing them. The money is going to Ukraine. But no one has gone to the American people and that's the president uh, to do those things. No one has gone to the American people and said, this is why we have to do this. This is why we have to win this fight. This is what matters. They haven't done that. They haven't done that. I don't know why, but we have not seen a national security speech from President Biden addressing the necessity of being in Ukraine. So you've got the American people are frustrated because on one hand, they're paying a lot of money for gasoline. Inflation is high. And they're saying to themselves, why is it that we're defending the border of Ukraine, but we're not defending our own border here on the South? So the whole thing politically, I think, has been a disaster for the Biden administration. And I put it right on President Biden or his advisors for not understanding that you have to explain to the American people why you're expending money, why you're going to be spending money, or God forbid, if we have to commit troops, you got to explain it to the American people. Because if you don't explain it to the American people, clearly you're going to lose them. You're going to lose them. And that's what's happening uh, with this, uh, with this uh, Ukraine policy. A lot of Americans are looking at it and saying, what are we doing there? Why are we doing this there? Why are we spending all this money over there? Well, that's a very good question. And in the, abs in the absence of a president with an explanation, it becomes very difficult for Americans to continue supporting sending billions of dollars to Ukraine. When their cities are falling apart, their schools are falling apart, you know, we need the money here. That's just a fact. We need the money here. 
and the Biden administration has not explained to the people why the money should be going should be going over there. Well, the day after, or I guess a couple of days after Speaker McCarthy was uh, taken off his job, uh, there's still a lot of chaos in the White House and in the, in, the, in the House of Representatives. It looks like uh, two men are going to be running for the for the position. Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise. Now, both of those are great uh, Republicans or good men. I would support both of them. But I hope the Republicans learned the lesson. And I hope the new speaker is sitting down with some of these eight Republicans and teaching them a lesson as well, or at least explaining to them a little reality about running the Congress. The idea that you could have eight Republicans, eight Republicans bring down a Speaker of the House with the assistance of 200 plus Democrats, that is so stupid that it's hard for me to believe that they under, they did it. I mean, maybe they didn't realize that they were gonna have the votes or whatever, or that the Democrats are gonna vote with them. I, I don't know what they were thinking, but they've actually done the Republican party a lot of harm. Maybe you had a chance to watch Newt Gingrich talk about this, but I think he's right on. He's right on target. Newt Gingrich is saying for the next two weeks, all we're going to hear from the media is that the Republicans cannot run anything, that the Republicans are disunited, and you're basically giving a pass to the real problems that the country has. You know, all of these problems that we've mentioned many times. So instead of talking about the failure of the Biden administration, the media is going to be talking about the failures of Congress and the failures of the Republican leadership in Congress. That's not a good trade. That's not something that I want to be talking about, but that's what these eight Republicans have put the party in. So when Jim Jordan comes in or Steve Scalise, when either one of these men becomes a speaker, I hope that they sit down with these eight and say, you're not doing that again. You're never again going to do something like that. And I hope to change the rules so that you can have more, it may require at least more members or at least a majority of the Republican party to make a change like this, not eight. That's ridiculous. There's 220 Republicans in the House and eight decided to change the speaker. And then they needed 200 plus Democrats to do it. Is that smart? I don't think it is. I don't think it's smart at all. That's like shooting yourself in the foot, not once, but many, many, many times. Bad decision. It's not the end of the world, not catastrophic. The world is not going to end. Uh, there'll be a new speaker, but I hope we learned our lesson from this, I think, rather idiotic uh, exercise that the Republicans just put themselves uh, through. Well, on this day in history, here's one for, for you, if you like the Beatles or if you like music. It was on this day in 1962, that would make it 61 years ago, that the Beatles released their first single. It was called Love Me Do, and it was released, of course, in the UK. It was not a hit uh, here in the United States. In fact, none of the Beatles songs were hits in the United States until I Want to Hold Your Hand. And they came over on the Ed Sullivan Show. The Beatles had two huge number one songs in England in 1963, Please Please Me and She Loves You. And neither of those songs came over to the United States or were even played much on the radio in the United States. It wasn't, of course, until I Want to Hold Your Hand and Beatlemania that came here with full force in 1964. So on this day, on this day in 1962, 61 years ago, the first of the many, many songs of the Beatles was heard on the radio or released uh, to the public uh, for sale. And here's a great trivia question.
What was the flip side or the B side of Love Me Do? The answer is P.S. I Love You. P.S. I Love You. Actually, I like that song a lot, but for some reason they decided to go with Love Me Do as their first uh, as their first single. So the Beatles and Love Me Do released on this day in 1962. Well, have a great weekend, everybody. This is uh, not a great weekend. Have a great Thursday. We'll be back on Friday. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, and we'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening, everybody.